It's still real to me, damn it. I'll be. Thank you. Yeah, all right, welcome. Another edition of It's Still Real to Me, brought to us, of course, by the title sponsor of everything Zaslo Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, You've been involved in any kind of an accident, hit and run, slip and fall, motorcycle, you let Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys put their skills to work for you and get you the compensation you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, Glad to have you with us here. Hop aboard. I see you guys are getting on the show. We are live here on a Sunday night. We got the early in the fourth quarter. A hell of a football game going on right now, Chiefs and Bills. But we're here to talk about the big week in the world of pro wrestling. We're at the best time of year in pro wrestling. We got Royal Rumble next weekend. Our pal, of course, is Joey Levin, who is always here with us on It's Still Real to Me. Hello, Joey. How are you this week? Good to see you. I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm excited. Big, fun week this week in wrestling. Excited for everyone's favorite match, the Royal Rumble. And if it's not your favorite match, you're lying to yourself. And paying attention to this Chiefs-Bills game. This is a Another classic. Great game. Another Great one. So game. If I, I get I just, distracted at any point, sorry, but that's what it is. No, no. You know? If you notice what's going on there, shout it out, all right, so yeah. we can let people know who, who are watching us live. If you're listening to us, that means you're listening on the podcast, which is after the fact, and I love that too, because it's still real to me after the live stream gets uploaded to the podcast right away. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Make sure you got the notifications on on the YouTube channel, and of course, we love when you guys comment, you can question, you can leave comments, and we can add them into the show. That's always fun. So we got the NFL playoffs going on right now. NBA season, I mean, the Heat, what a what a pitiful effort this afternoon. Uh, Bet Online, they got you covered with all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores with additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both the desktop and mobile versions. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So, where we're going to start, we're six days away from Royal Rumble. I'm going to the Royal Rumble. I'm super excited. It'll be the third Royal Rumble. Have you ever been to a Royal Rumble, Joey? I have not. It'll be the third Royal Rumble I've ever been to. I've been to 1992. That was uh, during the the Gulf War when they set up WrestleMania 7 for Hogan to fight Sergeant Slaughter for the title. Hogan won the Royal Rumble. Now, back then, the winner of the Royal Rumble, it it didn't mean anything. You you didn't get a shot at WrestleMania. I think that started maybe two years later, uh, maybe 93, if I'm remembering correctly. But Hogan won the Royal Rumble, and Ultimate Warrior lost the title to Sergeant Slaughter when Macho hit him over the head with the scepter. It was fucking shocking as a 10-year-old boy to be there and witness that. I mean, what a what a piece of shit that Macho Man was back then. That was the first Royal Rumble I ever went to. And the second one, I went in 2016, which was when Roman Reigns had to defend his WWE Championship mm. against everybody as the number one entrant in the Royal Rumble. And Triple H got his... I sat ringside for that one. I was second row ringside for that one, sitting behind Linda McMahon all night. And Triple H wins the the Royal Rumble there. So this will be the third one. I'm taking my son Jordan. And I feel like this one's going to be a monster. I think it's going to be a great Royal Rumble. Yeah. I mean, I think think there's three... I think it's going to be an awesome... It's going to be fun. I'll be interested because there's still some guys out there that... I guess are sort of free agents or have been teased to come back to WWE that haven't come back yet. And there's some reports of people who've been out for a while to come back. So I think we're going to get some surprises, some surprise entrance this year, which I, they've kind of gone away from a little bit or they've pre-announced surprise entrance. So I think we may get one or two more than we have become accustomed to the last few years um, in in the women's rumble as well. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I think, there are clear two clear favorites 
and maybe three people that can win it, but that's good. I mean, that that's, it's nice to know that there's, there's some options, but it's going to be a fun one. All right. So let's, let's circle back to that. Mm-hmm. Let's start out with the big story of the week, which unless you disagree, the biggest story of the week is Seth Rollins Absolutely. and, and what's yeah. going to happen moving forward. So I guess last week he suffered an MCL injury and he's going to have to have an operation on a torn MCL. And yeah, it's partially torn meniscus also. Yeah. So I actually just got done. I actually just got off ESPN. I was hosting primetime tonight with former Giants running back Brandon Jacobs. I didn't ask him on the air because nobody cares on the air, but I asked him off the air. How long does it take for MCL? He's, he's had MCL tears. He's had MCL surgeries. And if it's, if it's a grade one tear, no surgery, just recovery, three to four weeks. If you have surgery, if it's a full tear, said you're looking at eight weeks. So we're going to find out more tomorrow night because they're doing one of those segments where everybody knows about the injury now. Seth Rollins has got an announcement. Is, is he relinquishing the title? Like, like it's one of those segments, you know? I, I think he could power through it and be ready for WrestleMania in eight weeks. I don't think we're going to learn that tomorrow night. I think he's relinquishing the title either way. Wow, really? Yeah, and I, and and that is totally me. Now, I read a lot of the internet stuff. I follow Twitter and all that. This is me saying that makes the most sense for him to relinquish tomorrow night. Because who knows? Who knows? if Who knows? Best case scenario, obviously, he's back. But anything could happen in a well, So how will they set that up? Will he say, I'm relinquishing it because I don't know if I'll be back in time for WrestleMania? No, he just... I'm injured. I cannot compete. I can't defend the title. I'm relinquishing the title. That's it. It has nothing to do with WrestleMania. And what you do is you either make the Rumble or Elimination Chamber for the title. And then CM Punk wins the title. And then if Rollins is healthy, could you do CM Punk. The, could they make the Rumble for the title? I don't think they'll do it for the Rumble, but I they could definitely do it for Elimination Chamber. Wow. And then Punk wins the title. And then Rollins comes back for the title that he never lost. You think in that scenario, Punk can win the Elimination Chamber and then we are getting the big match at WrestleMania and instead of it being the other way around, it's Rollins winning the title over Punk at WrestleMania? Yeah. Wow. I So what I have read is that if everything goes well, the plan is still Punk and Rollins. That's assuming everything goes well. And I think they're saying, and who knows, that the operating thought in WWE is that Rollins will be healthy to compete at WrestleMania. Yeah. But to me, that's a huge risk to take to just be like, you know what? He's not going to compete for eight weeks. He's not nothing's. He's just going to rehab and we're going to take the chance at not building anything for the next two months. Right. And have right? the title just hanging out there and doing right. nothing. Right. So you might be right. If he relinquishes tomorrow night, you leave all the options on the table. Everything's everything's available. And if he's healthy, then he comes back and he fights for the title he never lost. Well, if that's the case, then we're talking about a SmackDown male winning the Royal Rumble then, right? No, not necessarily. I think Cody wins. Cody wins and then just challenges Roman? Sure. Why can't he? No, I, yeah. Or yeah. or now I, now I said at the top, there's two clear favorites, right? Punk and, and Cody. Is he think. still the odds on betting favorite? Have you looked at the bet? Betting I haven't, favorites but I can, recently? I'll, I'll pull it up. Um, the third, and I know he doesn't need to do it, would be the the Rock. The Rock could win the Rumble. I hope not. I know, I but he not. but but he could. I mean, mm-hmm. would would it be the most shocking thing? I don't think so. God, wouldn't it be so fun if Jey Uso wins the Royal Rumble? But just he's not sw- on SmackDown either. But just a swerve, man. Like, yeah. well, like, yeah. I mean, no if, one, if Jey wins it, he needs to challenge the Tribal Chief. Right. Well, there's, but there's no, there is no SmackDown. There is no one on SmackDown, right? That, that you think could do it. Um, gosh, you might be right. It feels like all the big, well, yeah. I mean, the big names on SmackDown, they're all fighting for the title at Royal Rumble. I mean, okay. So Punk is the odds on favorite still at plus 150. But again, Depending on what happens tomorrow night, I think these odds will change. Uh-huh. I think whatever happens with Rollins' belt will determine these odds a little bit. 
You know what? I think I'm going into tomorrow night now, hoping that Rollins relinquishes the title. I think I think that can make everything so interesting now moving forward. Rather than I do believe Rollins will be back and ready for WrestleMania. WrestleMania is what are we talking? It's like nine or ten weeks away. I do think that he's going to be ready for WrestleMania, but I definitely don't like the idea of the title is just non-existent and and, and hanging out there until he's ready to fight again. And if they're going to be true to the story that this, of this title, since it's been reintroduced, the That's whole true. thing has been, it's the working title. I'm always going to fight. I'm a fighting champion. He's got to relinquish it. I think you're he, right. He, He's got to relinquish it. And I also don't, why would they have an announcement if he wasn't relinquishing it? I, I, what's he going to come out just to say, I'm not relinquishing the title. I'm hurt and I can't wrestle till mania, but I'm not really relinqu- like, I, yeah, the, only- these, these announcements are usually bad news. Right. Right. Um, Cody's two. Gunther's three. Now I guess if you're going to say someone from SmackDown, I think the move is Gunther defending the intercontinental title at WrestleMania. I don't think the move is him winning. Right. Sure. I'm just saying if there was any chance of it being somebody from SmackDown, maybe if the title match is not the main event, Randy Orton, he gets screwed in the title match and then he comes back and wins the Royal Rumble. Well, I think we Randy Orton and, and Roman at Mania. Probably not. Well, can I just say something? If, if the undisputed title is the main event of Royal Rumble of Royal Rumble? Then Roman's losing the title, right? You think so? Why? Why is that? I don't think the night ends with Roman Reigns reigning supreme again. That's why I think I think Roman wins, and the Men's Royal Rumble is the main event. I don't think the night yeah. ends with Roman, you know, leaving as the champion. So what I'm saying is, if if that title match is the main event. I think it's because Roman loses. Because yeah, whenever the time comes that Roman loses, it's obviously the main event of whatever night that is. Yeah, but how about this for the ending? Cody wins the Rumble. Roman wins the, the, the Fatal 4-Way. Roman's reigning tall, and then Cody's music hits. Maybe. And then it's like, all right, now we know this story. is He's trying to finish, you know, whatever it is. But... Although by we kind of know that way, already just, if Cody won the Royal Rumble. Like, we I know, know, but that. that but that would be the way to get the crowd happy going home. Cody comes out. I mean, or, or, or Roman wins and the night ends with The Rock. But I will point out to you, still tied for seventh best odds, MJF. <laughs> uh, not a chance. Not a chance. Um, what are we getting? So, so I, I like, I like where you're headed. With the Rollins stuff, so tomorrow's a massive Raw. Sure, before... and Cody and Cody and CM Punk have a face to face tomorrow night. They're doing oh, some type. Yeah, of hold face-to-face on to that. Hold on to that for a second. So either way, no matter what happens tomorrow, Rollins is not fighting at Royal Rumble. Like no, nothing yeah, is happening no. with that belt at Royal Rumble, right. which is kind of unless you make the Rumble for that belt, right? Unless right, unless that's the case. But like if he, if if he didn't get hurt. Would he be defending the belt at Royal Rumble? Like the world hmm. champion is not fighting at Royal Rumble? It's well, there weak. wasn't anything set up as I know. last Monday. So yeah, I, I guess not. It's kind of weak. Yeah. It's Royal Rumble. Big deal. <laughs> I know, but they've been doing sh- smaller cards. There's already four matches. And you're, I'm assuming, I think Rhea is going to have a match. It seems like. So what do we have so far? We have the two Royal Rumble matches. We have the United States title match. We have the undisputed championship match, so that's four. That's it. What else are we gonna get? Maybe Rhea, like maybe Rhea Nia Jax. They were they have been sort of teasing that a little bit. They also teased the women's tag team championship. Is that possible for Royal Rumble? No, they're fighting next. They're they're fighting on SmackDown. Okay, good. Yeah, because I don't want that at Royal Rumble. Okay. Um, Gunther, could he get something at Rumble? He, I mean, he hasn't fought on it. What, what was his last pay per view? I don't even remember. Tell you what, I'm we're not gonna do it right this second. I'm looking forward to talking about Gunther. Um, yeah, but I, I I don't think that I don't think he's fighting at. No, he's Rumble. not. But he he could. Like, I'm I'm just talk, thinking about possibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. I mean, what else is there? You got to uh, get one of the oh, women's tag match. Titles we defended. get DIY DIY just beat Dom and JD. Do they get a title? Maybe a tag title shot tomorrow night. Set that. No, up. but I'm talking about at Royal Rumble. That's what I'm saying. Like set up tomorrow oh, night. Do they get? Like, oh, okay, I see. Like one of the up. women, one of the women have to defend their title at Royal Rumble. What are we doing otherwise? Yeah, but EO has nothing going on right now. Right. So, so it's probably Rhea get Nia Jax, maybe. 
I think it seems like Rhea because they've been set because look, I, I and again, I don't want to jump ahead, but they, they obviously seemingly set up Becky Lynch and Rhea for mania in some respect, however it happens. I don't it know. Seems like- I, I, I love what they're doing right now because I think there's gonna be got- a fatal. I think that we might get a fatal four way at mania. Yeah, maybe. Cause you got several women who are gunning for her. I, yeah. I love what they're doing. Like there's no, there's no obvious, you know, path. I, I, I love what they're doing. Yeah. So, uh, or, or a triple threat, or you get Nia, Rhea at Rumble, and then you get Bailey, Becky, Rhea at Mania. That'd be a good match. Tell you what, I better still have Nia Jax in that Royal Rumble match for Jade Cargill. I better, oh, yeah, she better find point. her way on that match. I don't know, man. Who's going to, I don't know what other matches. I, I, just, I, re- I truly, I don't know. I hope I we mean, get Rhea. I will Nia say Jax. this. I will say this. At this point, how can you have an event and not have our truth on the card? I'm being dead serious. Well, no, he he. Why can't he have a big spot in the Royal Rumble with Judgment Day? There, there's there's a Judgment Day Royal yeah, Rumble. Yeah, he spot. will. I, I think he can. But I mean, that guy deserves to be having matches right now. Did you? I know I'm going way on a tangent here. Did you listen to his interview with Peter Rosenberg? No, I heard it's great though. I'm trying. I think I'm gonna get Peter on my show this weekend. It, it was only it was only like 25 minutes, but it was incredible. Like the stories he was. First of all, he just seemed so happy. But the story he told about how close he was to like he almost lost his foot and like. Or whatever his ankle or whatever. We headed toward happened. a Sami Zayn kind of deal with with our truth right now. It, it feels a little bit like right. Well, Peter, they made a, he made a great point in the interview. He said, "What have you like? What's left for you? Like, what do you need?" And he's the main thing that they talked about. He's never had a singles match at Mania. I don't know that he's going to get one, but he right now he's there. There's no one hotter on the yeah. roster. There's yeah. no one hotter. Um, By the way, I'm yeah. taking back what I said about Rhea. Uh, you, you can't do Rhea and Nia Jax at Royal Rumble because otherwise, why does Nia Jax care so much about winning the Royal Rumble if she just got her match? Like she's getting the match with Rhea. She wants to yeah, win the Royal Rumble win. so she can get Rhea. She can't now be given it at the Royal Rumble because then it takes away her entire motivation for winning the Royal Rumble. You can't do it. Yeah, but if she loses, then she's motivated to get it again. Yeah, but the whole thing, that segment she had with her last week, is like, also, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble so that I can fight you. Also, here's the thing. And again, from a storyline perspective, you're, at Royal Rumble, you're not winning a chance at Rhea. You're winning a chance to main event WrestleMania or fight for a title at WrestleMania. It doesn't mean it's going to be Rhea. Yeah, no, you know? I know. So hypothetically, Nia Jax is just, I want my spot at WrestleMania. I don't, you know, whatever. Whoever it is, I want my spot. So what is this Cody Punk segment tomorrow? I I don't really know, to be honest. I I don't really know a whole lot. I just, I think it's... Tell you what, though. It's going to be wild, those two in the ring together, and you think about where we were just a few years ago. Well, exactly. I think it's just they haven't really interacted since Punk's been back. They're both sort of... They've both put their name in the Royal Rumble. They're two of the few who have announced that they're in the Royal Rumble. They're both sort of gunning for the same thing, so I think it's just like a face-to-face between punk and cody and i think it ta- I, like you said it, it just takes a much bigger tone now because of the rollins stuff so this is setting up a moment it seems like they did in nine in man what year was it where they did it in uh in 89 i think it was or no uh excuse me in 1990 in the royal rumble where you had hogan and warrior were the only two in the ring at one point and it was the first time that we ever saw them actually exchanging blows. And then it led to WrestleMania six. We're going to get a moment then possibly in Royal Rumble, where maybe we just have Cody and Punk in the ring together. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I will be fascinated to see it. What kind, if they make like what kind of references to AEW they make in their back and forth tomorrow night. I don't know. That they, won't they, will. Any, they won't like say AEW, but they'll make some Cody at least. Maybe not Punk because his circumstance was a little different, right? But Cody, I think Cody will make some references. I don't know right. what they'll be, but I think he'll he'll say he'll 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 throw something out there. I think. Could we be this is a monster raw tomorrow? Could could we be setting up Jay Uso like New Day's got a thing going on with Imperium? Jay is now helping them out. Gunther kind of laughed him off last week. Could we be setting up Jay being the one to take the belt off Gunther? Yeah. That'd be so. pretty hot. Yeah. I saw an interesting theory or an interesting, it was just like fantasy booking on Twitter 
But um, one one guy on Twitter, his his idea that he tweeted was, um, Brock comes back in the Rumble. Gunther eliminates him. Gunther and Jay at Elimination Chamber. Brock causes Gunther to lose the Intercontinental title, setting up a Mania match between them two. And Jay wins the Intercontinental title and defends it against Jimmy at WrestleMania. I don't like it. Okay. Why? Why? When Gunther loses the Intercontinental title, it's got to be clean. Yeah, it's got, true. it's got, it has to, it has to make the other guy. And that well, doesn't, that doesn't well, make you if it's not clean. It's got to be clean. But Jimmy, first of all, Jay Uso doesn't need to be made. It'd still be a really big deal. And, Gunther's whole thing is that he is the ring general. Like he can't, the mat is sacred. He, if he loses, if he doesn't lose, like if he loses clean, then how do you then say, all right, now it's time for him to move up to the, to the world title scene. Well, because he's awesome. Right. I know. But if he, but if he loses, if Brock causes him to lose, now there's a reason for him to beat Brock clean at mania. Mm -hmm. And now he's a true main eventer. I mean, like to me, it would be like, if when the Undertaker streak ended, if it wasn't clean, it w it wouldn't have it, it wouldn't have felt right, you know. I I see what you're saying. I I think yes, I think he probably. But I also think that they still really want to do Brock and Gunther at Mania. It seems like. So, I don't know. Okay, so I, let's talk a little bit about Gunther well, here. I just want yeah. to jump back, G Giovanni, who yeah. is always listening, said talking about Rollins. He said. Her, He's had so many injuries. How shocking would it be if he retires? Shocking. I mean, that'd be pretty shocking. But he has had, I mean, he does, he is injured a lot. Very He does shocking. get injured a lot. He does, but. but it'd be very, very shocking. Good question, though. Uh, so speaking of Gunther, I can't be the only one who now, I mean, I liked the scenario we just laid out with Jey Uso and Gunther, but the one that I like better. I know, I know, can I say it? I know what you're going to say. Yeah, go ahead and say it. I know you know. Go ahead. Pete Dunne. Pete Dunn's like the timing. What's the timing for? Pete Dunn is back. All right. We knew he was coming back from the promo with Big Strong Boy a couple weeks ago. Pete Dunn is back, which is awesome because Pete Dunn is the fucking tits. He is awesome. And so the bruiser waits back. Well, Pete Dunn, when he lost the NXT UK title, which he held, by the way, for like two years, he lost it to Walter in probably my favorite NXT match of all time. It was. A sick match. You, we, we don't have a story to tell. Come in full circle. And Pete Dunne gets it back on Gunther by winning that Intercontinental title from him at WrestleMania. Because I know that match will steal the show. I mean, almost every match that Gunther does now steals the show. But right. Gunther and Pete Dunne would be, it would tear the house down. I mean, the timing. He's Pete Dunne again. WrestleMania season. Is that not a possibility? No. Well, yes, of course. But I, I, I think it's it's WrestleMania 40. I think it's Gunther and Brock, and I and Gunther wins that match, and then Pete Dunne can beat him at SummerSlam or something after that. Okay. I, I, I just, I love this Pete year Dunn being back, man. I, I just think this year is different. I think every match has to be it, like something. My, it's like, you know, right now UFC fans are a little disappointed because UFC 300 is coming up and the card looks like shit. And it's like UFC has bad cards from time to time. This is UFC 300. Mm -hmm. It's 300, like that number, something big. You got to capture the people. And I, I, you know, Pete Dunne and Gunther would be all, would be an awesome match. But yeah, the mainstream crowd, they, they probably don't have enough time to build exactly Pete Dunne up enough. Exactly. But. Brock's coming back, and they've been reporting he's coming back soon, which means probably Royal Rumble, and that's a great. I mean, either that. I mean, I, and and if you assume that they're going to do Jay and Jimmy at Mania, which is what people have been thinking for a long time, Brock Gunther makes too much sense at Mania, and that's an awesome. I mean, talk about putting a guy over and making him a massive like megastar. Gunther beating Brock at WrestleMania is about as big. I mean, that's as big as it gets without being in a world title match. Because they're uh, not on shows together anymore, we have to get a J uh, bloodline confrontation in the Royal Rumble in some fashion, right? Gotta be, yeah, I would hope so. It's gotta be something, right? Um, but the, cool. the the bloodline, you know, I, 
I, it's probably a fatigue thing. Or I don't know what it is, but you know, Roman's music, it, like Roman, it doesn't hit for me anymore. Like when he came out this on Friday, oh, I love it still. I don't feel the same way anymore. I don't I know. It. It's lost its luster to me. I love it. I know, but I'm still all in on him, man. Yeah, but it feels like it feels like it's time. It feels like it's time. I don't think it's time. Well, he well. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll you're not willing out. to say that he's not going to win on Saturday, right? Oh, he's winning on Saturday. Yeah, he's winning Saturday. Now, I wouldn't be. I, I, Randy Orton's the man. I do think I there's a small chance Randy Orton wins, but I, like I said, it's a small chance. Roman's yeah. still winning on on Saturday. Yeah, I, like I, the only I, way, like I, I mean, could it be a scenario where this is how they protect Roman and also ha- make it make sense when he fights The Rock? so that The Rock isn't gunning for the championship. The Rock is gunning for head of the table, and it makes sense because Roman's not even the champion anymore when he didn't get pinned but lost the title at Royal Rumble. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be, but I, I think it's more... I Honestly, I think we're going to find out Saturday. If Cody wins the Rumble, I think Roman Reigns could main event both nights. Oh, be so good. We're sat Saturday is for the head of the table and Sunday and, and there, for the title. And, we, and there's no way we think that WWE gives the Rock to Australia and they fight at Elimination Chamber. No, no way, right? I think there's no way, right? I I, I don't think so. Did you either. see what time that show is on here on the East Coast? The no. Rock is returning and he's fighting at 5 a.m. Fuck that shows here. at 5 a.m. It's 13 hour time difference. 5 a.m. East they announced. 2 a.m. West. The Rock is fighting at 2 a.m.? What are you talking well, about? Well, if the show starts at 5, then he wouldn't fight at 5. He'd fight at I understand, but come on. 30. No, I, mean, I didn't know that. scrambled eggs at 7 a.m. and The Rock returns? Come on. It's ridiculous. Then I then you can't. If that show's at 5 a.m., you can't yep. have the world title defended in the in Elimination Chamber. No one's going to watch it. I guess it doesn't really matter. Well, it doesn't matter because everything is streaming now. Like, why would right. I wake up at 5 a.m.? I'll wake up at 9 a.m., and I'll put it on from the beginning. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, no, Roman's not winning, losing on Saturday. I, I think the the reason why Randy seems like a live dog to win the Rumble to me right. is because it's a fatal four-way. And clearly, AJ and LA Knight are going to take each other out in some way. And that's going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if Randy, if they can play the story up like Randy loses because of those two... Now he's going to be going to rumble with a head of steam to get his actual match that he thinks he deserves. Maybe that happens, but I don't know. I just don't see Randy Roman main eventing WrestleMania. By the way, real quick here, uh, fun match, Seth Rollins and Jinder Mahal. Was there any moment that you thought Jinder was going to win? Rollins no. took the, the shot to the head and then the Coloss. Did you think no. he was about to lose? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Well, there was a part of me that was like, maybe he'll lose, and then that's how Randy Orton lost, and a good job out of Corey Graves by referencing that in the moment. The only part of me that thought he that like tiny one percent maybe that made me think it was a chance is because the briefcase is still out there. But no, I don't think so. But I will say, you know, to my my brother's point about that match, I know that match caused a huge stir with the Tony Khan stuff and this and that, but like this is why you don't have your world champion fight a match against Jinder Mahal on free TV. Like you risk what happened. He tore You know, he has have surgery. Now he might not be able to fight at WrestleMania. I mean, that's the match was relatively meaningless. Like it did come out of nowhere. Not that it wasn't like an entertaining little storyline and whatever, but like, you know, you put the guy in the position to potentially, you know, have something happen. I know that's the risk they take Just two weeks before Royal rumble. But it's but it's close to the biggest season of the year, and you have him fighting Jinder Mahal on Raw. I mean, it's like, you know. Before we continue on here, Joey, let me tell you guys about one of our other great sponsors here on It's Still Real to Me. I'm talking about a huge pro wrestling fan, of course, Matthew H. Mashler, your trusted real estate broker, signature real estate finder, realestatefinder.com. If you're looking for your next dream home in any part of beautiful South Florida, wow, the Bills just missed the field goal wide right. With a minute 43 to go, the oh Chiefs, two timeouts left each, but holy shit, 
The Bills just missed the field goal. All right. Anyway, you're not wow. going to miss if you're looking for your dream home and you go to Matthew H. Mashler, your trusted real estate broker in any part of beautiful South Florida. He's going to make sure that the process is smooth, is seamless, and you leave with the home that's perfect for you and your family. Matthew H. Mashler, call him at 561-208-3334 or go to realestatefinder.com. Hey, Maybe you're looking to sell one of your current properties. Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334. Are you already in the business? Are you ready to take your real estate career to the next level? You could join the signature team. That's right. The signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, ranked number one in Boca, one of the tops in the entire state of Florida. And with offices all throughout the state, Boca, Delray, Coral Springs, Palm Beach, Orlando, the signature team is where you want to be. So whether you're buying your dream home, call Matthew H. Mashler today, 561-208-3334. You're looking to sell your property, realestatefinder.com, or you just want to join the best in the business. Matthew H. Mashler, your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. Wow. Uh, I want to start off here. Oh, didn't you have something fun for me? You got a, a Royal Rumble trip? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. So... This morning, I was on. I was just like I was on YouTube, and there every now that because it's Royal Rumble season, they post full Royal Rumbles, and the one that popped up on my feed today was Royal Rumble 1994. Okay. Okay. Thirty years ago. Thirty years ago. Yep. There were two entrants in the 1994 Royal Rumble who are still currently full time wrestlers. Who are they? Wow. That are still full, not necessarily WWE. It could be any no, promotion. They, they are in one of the two biggest promotions on the planet. I'm going to go Billy Gunn. Yep. Wow. How about that? Right off the top of my head. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, He's still and, pretty present. Yeah. Yep. All right. So Billy Gunn. This other one, I, I consider him full time, but he has not been as active recently. So I'll give you that hint. Billy Gunn and this other one might be tough. Not as active recently. Billy Gunn and... Hmm. I don't know. Who is it? Jeff Jarrett. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I should have been able to get Jeff Jarrett then if I remembered Billy Gunn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's amazing. That was... That, uh, that was Bret Hart ago. and... That was Bret Hart and Luger, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's a good WrestleMania. WrestleMania 10. That was a good one. Madison Square Garden. That's a good a one. Lot of, a lot of dead guys in that match. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, hey, like so five, let's it's like six guys in a row actually at one point. It was crazy. Wow, there was like five guys, I think, in a row. It was very weird to watch. Let's uh, let's do some AW here. Samoa Joe yeah. and Hook. Uh, I thought it was cool, right? Match was great, it's pretty good. No, I don't want I look. I know we're trying to do the the let's not all. I, I don't like Hook, really. I like it, Hook. Does, it, it, it does nothing for me. <laughs> I, I think if he wasn't Taz's son. He'd have, there, and I know that happens in wrestling. There's nepotism and guys move up and whatever, but he, he he looks like a high school wrestler. And like these other guys, the Darbies, who I, as you know, I don't, I also don't really like. By the way, Chiefs won. Scheme's over. Yep. Wow. That was a crazy, that field goal miss was nuts. Mm -hmm. Tyler Bass is really good too. Um, Like the other guys that are small, they like do, they, they're like athletic and they do the whole, you know, the flips and the whole thing. No, Hook's like a real wrestler. Hook's supposed to like come off as intimidating. And he's, mm -hmm. he looks like he's still in height. He looks, his nickname is the cold hearted, handsome devil. That's not intimidating. Yeah, right, There's right, nothing right. intimidating about him. And we're, and, and, you know, look, if, if they weren't pushing, like if he wasn't getting a title match, then it wouldn't look, build him up, build him up into something. Like you have on the women's side, for example, Julia Hart, who is incredible, but she's mm -hmm. also really young. She won like 40 matches in a row at one point. She never got a world title shot. She mm -hmm. is the TNT champion and she deserves it. And she's really good. She's still young. Like Hook is only in this spot because his his dad is Taz. He's not Taz. And Taz was a small guy too, but Taz looked like a monster. When yeah, he came no, Taz in. was a brick house. Right. But he was short, right? He was like 5'8", five, 5'8". Five, but uh, Taz was a monster. Yeah. That match, I, I, and this, I think you made the point like Joe never got a world title in WWE because they couldn't trust certain aspects That's of the way I he think. worked. Yeah. That match was a perfect example. Like there were multiple spots where Hook could have been hurt really bad in that match. 
uh, you know, really bad. The spot on the table was scary. And I don't want that. I don't want to yeah, see that. That's not, yeah, that's not fun yeah. to me. That is not a fun spot to me. Everyone's like, oh, my God, this is incredible. It was a pretty short match. And a decent percentage of that match, Hook looked like he was getting, like, murdered. And I know that's the point. But, like, I don't know. It, 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 was, a, it was a good match. I get, like, I get it. But it didn't have to be for the title. It didn't have to be for the title. I don't know. It was just, it was, it's a weird, the hook thing is weird to me. He's my new, he's my new Darby. I've always shitted on Darby. Darby, whatever. Do, do your thing with Sting, whatever. Hook's my new Darby. I, I just, I don't get it. My favorite part of the night, though, unexpectedly, was the tribute for Jay Briscoe. That's I, a tribute. I, mean, that's a I, tribute. Love- I, I cried, by the way. I was watching it the next day and I like, it was not easy for me to watch that. That was, that was, I, I loved it. I loved that segment. You know, he comes out and, and boy, he's a character that Mark Briscoe. All right. And then when he starts talking about his, he's in full character. And then he begins talking about his brother passing away and specifically his nieces and how the one of them, and I didn't know this part that she wasn't supposed to walk again. And I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, she doesn't walk. This is terrible. But while he's talking about this, he was he wasn't in character anymore. Like he was he he was a legit person. He was not doing the voice. This was not in character. And he was getting very emotional. You could hear. And then he brings the nieces and nephew out. And, and oh, my God, thank God she's walking like she looks totally fine, which was so cool because I, I, I thought he was telling us that she's not walking anymore, you know, Uh and and then he hugged them and we wish them boys. And uh by the way, when they flash the graphic on the screen for Mark Briscoe, it says in the little in the fine print, them boys will always be remembered. Such yeah. a weird thing to put yeah. on the graphic. <laughs> by the way, that's not a I, I, as far as I know, and I've seen some interviews with them. It's not a character. I think that's just Mark Briscoe. I think he actually is like that in real life. I think he acts that way in real life. I think that's really just Mark Briscoe. I think he's like that. I loved that segment. I really did. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the night. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I was happy to see that a week after what I considered to be an awful tribute to Brody, Brody Lee. Lee. So um, I was happy to see that. And it's good, too, that they, that they do that. I mean, those guys, most people who are not, really hardcore fans will never truly, I think, understand how important Jay, the Briscoes were to wrestling, like the independent wrestling scene and like the building of all of this stuff that went like they were probably the most prolific indie tag team in the history of the Indies. And they were incredible. And Jay specifically was a world champion too in ring of honor. And all these guys that are in AEW and that bounced around and like made their bones and became part of AEW, they all fought the Briscoes. Um, and so it's it's cool to see that, you know, for a while, TNT, Turner didn't want Mark Briscoe on yeah. TV. Yeah, I think and there was some like home of like comments that have been made in the past right? years ago. Yeah. Um, so it's good to see that they're uh, they're that he's still around there and they're letting him, you know, honor Jay's. I love Jay's that legacy. segment, man. Yeah. Uh, the young bucks, this is how you make them heal. Like make them corporate douches. You know, awesome. they come Fantastic. out. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Let them just bad them up. We're trying to get rid of guys like Sting. They they don't belong in pro wrestling anymore. Now all of a sudden, now I'm invested in Sting's final match at Revel. Like now it's cool. And I hope they beat the shit out of these two douchebags. Like I and completely I like and completely shit on CM Punk in the in in their backstage promo. Yeah, just completely shit on him. Like we tried to we we got a we got away from what we were supposed to be, which was changing the world, and we tried to ride the egos of these washed up old superstars. Yeah. Um. Not and they were like not Sting. He's a model employee, but we got to get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I like um, it. I think they, it's that, good. And they're they're like the mustaches and yep. like. No one wants to root for a dude with a mustache. Mustaches are stupid, man. Call us by our God-given names. Where mm-hmm. did you get your paycheck this week? You're welcome. Like all that stuff. That's yep. that's that's good. good shit. It's yep. really, really. It's that's good. And yeah, it it sets up perfectly for why they would fight Sting. Um, uh, they're awesome. So Okada, Kazushka Okada is he's gone but, from NJPW. Yeah. Are we done? Because there's one more AEW thing with that. I think we should, we need to hit. This 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 bullet club gold 
um uh uh scissor gang thing. bang bang scissor gang <laughs> right what what are we like what do we do so the 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 kingdom thing adam cole's group the the devil's group mm-hmm. he's got four guys yep they're going after all these other they're going like roderick strong's faction. going after orange cassidy um the two guys have the ring of honor tag titles wardlow's going for the world title these guys are teaming up and we're supposed to like uh, the understanding that we're supposed to have of this is that because Adam Cole's group attacked both of them, the six of them would be stronger together to go after the four healthy guys in that group. Right. That's the storyline that we're supposed to go with here. That we're so- And they're calling themselves the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. And they're both trios champions. The only part of it that's interesting to me is the whole idea of Billy Gunn working with his sons again. Like that part I am interested in and how the, that the- pans out. But Well, I think here's where this probably needs to end up is that they, that they um, put both trios titles together, like that they end up fighting each other and unifying the trios titles. Why do you need two trios champions? Why do you need trios champions at all? But like, why do you need to have the ring of honor trios champions and the AEW trio champions in a six person group? Yeah. Um, The bullet club, bullet club gold is so good. They're so just Robinson's hurt, right? Yeah, but now do you see? So I don't if you don't watch like if you don't see their backstage stuff for a long time, they were carrying around a cardboard cutout of Jay White and they called him Cardblade. And he was the he was the fifth member. I saw. I saw that. Now they have a cardboard cutout of Juice Robinson and it's called cardboard juice rock, rock hard, cardboard rock juice Robinson or something. I like it. I love that. I mean, they're they're a great group. Their new music's awesome, too. I just this this whole thing. I, I it was just so weird to me. I'm like, what? Why are they together? Like, what is the reasoning they're together? It's it a team up, man. A six-person supergroup to take out the unite the the undisputed kingdom, who only has four people. Right. And and all and also that group doesn't even attack people anymore. Like that's not their thing anymore. They're not attackers. They're not um, attackers. <laughs> they're not. That was their whole thing when they were in masks. And now they don't attack people anymore. Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up. Can can I ask you something? In sport, like if do you like when you when a great Hall of Fame player in a sport, like in basketball, for example, like it like Shaq bounces around or Shaq goes and plays for the Suns or whatever. Do you yeah. think like don't, don't you think like sometimes like if it's not good, it, it it can impact their legacy? Yeah, I think we're seeing it with Russell Wilson right now. OK, this is happening with Adam Copeland. This is happening right now with Adam Copeland. Maybe. Can I can I I actually I, I want to read this off to you. So I mean, like re, like WrestleMania is gonna happen in, in two months, and you know, Adam Copeland is uh is talking to an empty side of the arena on right. on Saturday well, nights. But look, let me I want to throw this out to you. Adam Copeland's last 10 matches in WWE, Edge's last 10 matches in WWE. Sheamus, Grayson Waller, who's not a Hall of Famer, but great. Yep, AJ on. Styles. Ray Mysterio, Finn Balor, Theory, a mixed tag with Beth Phoenix and Rhea and Finn, the Royal Rumble, Finn again, and Dominic Mysterio. He's had 10 matches since he's been in, in AEW. Hey, let me hear this poo-poo platter of a list. Luchasaurus, a triple threat match teaming with Sting, Darby Allen versus Dutch, Vincent, and Lance Archer. Another triple threat match teaming with Sting and Darby Allen versus the Patriarchy Christians group. He's had two official matches with Christian and then the one cash in. So three, technically Griff Garrison, an eight man tag match where he teamed with Dustin Rhodes, Preston Vance and orange Cassidy against Brian cage, Lance Archer in the gates of agony, Lee Moriarty and Dante Martin. I hear you. Like, what are we, what, like when when and, and all that, of all of it just so he could work with Christian again. I, and and we had that me. he he when he had that match with Sheamus. Remember, we talked. We probably did a ten minute segment. That was in Toronto. Segment. Yeah, we did probably the next week, the next show. We probably did a fifteen minute segment where we ran down where Edge ranks in the history of WWE. Yeah, and we came to the conclusion that he's probably somewhere in like the to- top twenty, yeah. top thirty, maybe top twenty, maybe. Maybe top 20, top 25, somewhere around there. Just WWE. Yeah. Which makes him a first ballot Hall of Famer and one of the best ever. Well, he's already in the Hall of Fame, but yeah. Right, right. I'm saying, but now 
he's having an open challenge and on dynamite this week he's fighting Minoru Suzuki and the story that Tony Khan's selling to us is that Adam Adam Copeland is having an open challenge to work his way back to the TNT title right but he wasn't supposed to give a shit about the TNT title it was just about Christian so I, I don't I don't understand he that. shouldn't give a shit about the TNT title remember this how he looked at that TNT title when he won it this is this whole thing like AW's bringing little, back it was a little pathetic yeah, but AEW is bringing back power rankings, and they they're trying to lean back into the. Well, you know, sport. I like that. I like that. I know, but they're trying to lean into the whole sports, like more sports centric thing. Yep. If Floyd Mayweather wanted a box today, would he have to build his way back up to fight for a title, or would he no. just fight? You no, know, he would get a shot at the champ. Why does Adam Copeland need to fight Lee Moriarty? What are we do? Like, what's happening here? It, it, it I, he's probably they're telling you he's on the level of Lee Moriarty by doing that. Adam Copeland is, is is on the level of Lee Moriarty. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Kazusuke Okada, like, is it possible we're going to see him at WrestleMania? Or is that not? It's a weird thing because. I don't know if he's going to WWE. I think he's. Well, that's still what I'm might... saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if, if he's going to WWE, it's so that he could be at WrestleMania. But I don't know. It seems far fetched to me. I. It, it seems like AEW is the spot for him because you got that hardcore fan base. Uh, I, guys like Kazusuke Okada, to me, it's the WWE audience they don't really know the background of a lot of these guys, you know? No, but he's such a, to me, he's such a star and he has an aura about him that like one of the problems AEW has had, and we talked about it with Kenny Omega. He has never been presented in, at least in my estimation in AEW, the way he was presented in new Japan. Right. He just hasn't been like right. in new Japan. When he comes out, even, even last year at, at wrestle kingdom, I, when I watch it, I'm like, wow, look at the presentation for the star that this guy is. He yeah. never he doesn't feel that way in AEW. And I don't think Okada would either. But I know what I tell you this Okada would be presented as a massive star in WWE. And I think that's the thing that they're saying he's sort of weighing, which is Tony Khan has offered to let him live in Japan and just come over and work for AEW whenever he wants. Where or does he want the big spotlight that he's never had, which is WWE? And there's a natural storyline there. He can come in and fight um Nakamura. Yep, because they have the history from New Japan. Um, and they're tight, right? Yeah, yeah, I think they are. I think they are. He's also, he's he's fighting in TNA. Like, he's going to be in TNA doing stuff with them. He's going to do some indie stuff. But, you know, the bigger thing to me is New Japan's, is it seems like they're kind of going away. I, I, I don't know that this is good for New Japan. This is bad for New Japan. This might be bad for wrestling, if I'm being honest, I think. Um, I don't think it's bad for wrestling because I, I think we're so removed from it here in the states that I, but, I i don't think it's bad for yeah but if but but if stars like kenny omega and kazuchika okada don't exist in new japan then aw doesn't exist mm -hmm. you know like there, there's there's this thing there right like okada specifically to me at least he's this larger than life figure for new japan and anytime somebody leaves the wwe or leaves aw goes indie then they there's always that 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 thing that they can go gravitate towards too and you know since kenny left since kenny left and all those guys came over you know it's been okada and will osprey and and jay white everyone's gone like there's there's always like at least somebody that you know the non-casual wrestling fan has an idea of over there and it's good like who's dolph ziggler gonna fight over there mm -hmm. you know like, who is it's he's not fighting Will Ospreay. He's not fighting Okada. You know, Jay White's in AEW now. He's going to fight David. Do you know who David Finley is? I do. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. that's who he's that, my that's but sort of like who's Jack Perry going to fight? And do we care? Right. Like, but it was always good. It, it was always fun for wrestling fans. And it helped rebuild a lot of careers to go over there. And I think what New Japan has always done really well to me or at least what it's felt like to me is what AEW's always try to do, which is like, you know, make it like a real sport. Like, I don't care about new Japan storylines, but when they have these mega, like huge matches, I care about them and they're fun. Yeah. But yeah, no, they, it catches my attention when that happens too. I hear you. I get what now you're they just don't really have it with that. Especially losing Okada and Tanahashi is now like the president of new Japan. I don't even know if he wrestles. So it's it's kind of it's i mean it's we are removed from it it's not our day-to-day -day thing but it right. is kind of shitty like it's fun seeing guys go over and have these huge like 
sort of dream matches with the Okadas and the Tanahashis of the world. And it's AEW is just poaching all those guys away. Yeah. I hear you, man. Uh, I'm thinking maybe we'll see what happens tomorrow night. If tomorrow night's crazy, which it might be, we should probably do a bonus show late in okay. the week. Uh, I'm obviously going to Royal Rumble on Saturday night, so we'll uh, we'll plan on doing this again. 9 p.m. again next week. That seems to be the, the time slot right now because I'm slotted again next week to do primetime on ESPN Radio. So it seems like 9 p.m. is kind of the money time for us at least right now, which is fine. We'll react to uh, uh, Royal Rumble next week. It's going to be a huge week, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, by the way, speaking of the indie stuff, did you see Nick Nemeth versus Matt Cardona? Announced for get for yeah, so it's announced because it hasn't happened yet, right? No, no, no. I think it's okay. next month sometime, but that's gonna be that's how awesome. do I watch I'm, that? I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to, have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm gonna watch that. I, I don't know, but I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, and I, I actually to meant that. to watch TNA this past week because I'm interested in seeing what Nick Nemeth is doing. I just forgot. Um, but uh it's I just want to follow him because I love Dolph and I feel like he's gonna be do- yeah, I don't know he's if you saw great. he was in Puerto Rico the other day and he used his WWE music. Oh, as really? His entrance music, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, cool. So that's cool. And then I, last thing, I guess this will be the, the big dirt of the day. It's one on. thing. Big dirt or not big dirt. Gable Stevenson gets booed at the Smack, at SmackDown wearing an Atlanta Hawks jersey. That's how Was he in the crowd? No, no. He, he, he worked a dark match. Oh, he did a dark match. He fucking sucks. Like, I, <laughs> I you know, I, I don't ever need to see him again. Dark, he should only be doing dark matches. He yeah. stinks. Yeah, uh, he did a dark match against um, Cameron Grimes, and people are killing him because there was a spot, I guess. You know, uh, like when you're trying to, like, throw someone off the ropes and they hold on and they bounce you yeah, off? Yeah. Like, Cameron Grimes held on to the ropes, bounced him back off, and for no reason at all, Gable Stevenson did a backflip, like a standing backflip in the ring. And, and everyone was just kind of like... Sucks. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess he tried to wear a Hawks jersey to uh, cater to the crowd and uh, got booed out of the arena from what the reports say. Hey, Sox. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joey. Tell uh, Today's show brought to you by Bet Online. Tell all your fans, your legions of fans and followers that you'll talk to them again later in the week. We'll probably do a bonus show. Bye. No, see you guys uh, later in the week for the bonus show. Appreciate you sticking with us through that wild uh clapping yeah make sure you like you rate you comment uh you got the notifications on smash that like button that's what the kids like to say and we'll talk to you on the next episode of it's still real to me all right see you guys